21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Viveka, hi. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Vivica Von Rosen. I'm the Chief Visibility Officer over at Vengresso, and I teach and train people how to use LinkedIn for personal branding, content marketing, and lead generation. And so I'm really excited um, to be here today to talk to you about some of those things um, and how you can use them really to build your business with LinkedIn. Can you tell us more about your first steps and a journey to success? Yeah, so I um, was introduced to LinkedIn back in 2005. I was running a business center and we had um, done a lot of marketing, just, you know, network marketing, face-to-face network uh, events, going and and having meetings and such. Um, And... uh, while I wasn't very good at actually managing people and still am not, um, what I loved about the business was we got to work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, and, the, and the marketing piece of it, especially the networking piece. So one of the things that I used to do was have just a meetup group every Friday at, at, at you know, we'd pay for the wine and the cheese and we'd have some of our, uh, some of our um, members come and, and some of the people from around the city come and talk and, and learn things about business. And so I brought in uh, someone to talk about Web 2.0. So that tells you how long ago it was because it was a big deal that there was interactivity on the web, that you could actually, your website could actually, you know, talk and react. And so that was, that was the main focus of the presentation. But at the end, she mentioned this thing called LinkedIn. And because I'd managed to double our business in a year with the face-to-face marketing, um, I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, there's 7 million people on this platform. That's incredible. <laughs> now, 7 million is not a big deal anymore. But you have to understand this is before Facebook, this is before Twitter, this is before Instagram and Snapchat, and and, uh, I think MySpace was the only thing around, and Match.com for dating. (laughs) And ICQ, probably. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, ICQ, that's right. I'd forgotten about that one. So, you know, there wasn't, this was a whole new concept. Um, And I just, I, you know, I fell in love with LinkedIn. And so I started teaching and training on it, of course, with our own membership and then expanding out a little bit in our city. And then um, one of the associations that we were a member of heard that I was, you know, teaching and training on LinkedIn. And, And by this point, now we're looking at like 2006, 2007. So, you know, now I was teaching Facebook as well. I'd met Mari Smith. And, and, um, so he asked me to come speak at a a conference. That conference was in uh, New York city at the Waldorf Astoria, and it was full of millionaire and billionaires in our industry, which is the office space industry. Um, so that was great. And, you know, from that, it was just another month or two and I was finally able to quit my day job. And I've been teaching and training on LinkedIn ever since, just focused on LinkedIn. And like I said, um, personal branding, you know, content marketing is relatively new with LinkedIn, you know, just the past two or three years. And then uh, lead generation, of course, is, is the mainstay. <laughs> 
Speaking about LinkedIn, how important authenticity is? I'm glad you brought that up about authenticity because the thing about LinkedIn, anyone can say anything they want about themselves. I mean, I got the the Twitter handle LinkedIn expert and then I got LinkedIn expert on LinkedIn and on Facebook or YouTube. I just got it on Facebook too. Um, but that doesn't mean I am one, right? Just claiming the name. It's like, oh, I could, anyone could put up a website and say they do something, but the reality of the fact is they may not actually be very good at that thing. And, and you'll see that a lot on LinkedIn, you know, people who have created a profile um, and it's just, there's, there's a sense of discord there. So you absolutely, if you're going to be on LinkedIn, even though it's on paper, as it were, you still need to come across um, as authentic. Well, you need to be authentic, number one, and then you have to come across as authentic. And that means, you know, having an image that actually looks like you. A lot of people will upload a photo that's 5, 10, 15, 20 years old because they looked younger and prettier or more handsome then. But the problem is then you go to a conference or a trade show or you go meet someone face-to-face for a meeting and they don't recognize you because you don't look a thing like you're... In fact, I have to get a... My hair is longer now, so I have to get some more photos so people can actually recognize me. That's, that's number one. Number two, you need to share content that is absolutely business-focused and you need to maybe stay away a little bit from all the religion and all the politics, which is hard over here in the U.S., as you can imagine. But you also need to share information through updates that give people a sense of who you are and what you're interested in and the people that you're following and what influences you in business. And that helps with the authenticity as well. And then a huge one, a game changer, in my opinion, is this new native video feature that was just released on LinkedIn That, if you use it well, that really, really can give people an excellent idea of of who you are, right? And give uh, that real authentic view into you and into your business. And I've I've already had some people push back and go, well, maybe they don't want to work with someone who is my personality or maybe they don't want to work with a woman or a man or, you know, someone with this skin color or of this age. But I, you know, always I say, well... (laughs) then why would you want to work with them? If they don't want to work with you, why, why would you want to work with them? There's, I'm sure, no business in the world where there's only one potential, <laughs> and, you know, one potential client and, you know, if they see you, there it goes. Like, you can find your niche market. You can find the right people to engage with and to heck with the people who don't like you because you're tall, short, fat, thin, young, male, female, old, whatever. So that's that, that authenticity piece though is very, very important. And, you know, obviously on Facebook where we have so many video features and Instagram where you have, you know, stories, well, you have stories on Facebook too. And all of these other, you know, social sites where there's so much video that is obvious but, you know, with, with LinkedIn, it's just like I said, it's been a very text-oriented site for a long time. So um, this is going to be a game changer for people who are authentic in their business. If I'm just starting using LinkedIn, how to become authentic? 
how to develop it. So, you know, to really get that sense of authenticity across, the first thing is, is your brand, right? So having, like I said, a recent photo of you that actually looks like you is a big deal. Um, Another thing, only put your name in the name field. You could put a nickname or something like that in there. But there's a lot of people who have, you know, their name and then funnel expert of the world. And that just comes across as kind of cheesy. Um, you know, and then as far as authenticity, uh, you know, telling your story in the summary section, that's one option. Having media that portrays who you really are and what your business really is and people that you've really worked with um, as opposed to just generalities out there. So that can really help with the authenticity piece too. And all of that helps both to build your brand, but makes you more trustworthy. Our friend Bob Burks, right, says all things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So you're trying to build that sense of trust with your audience by being authentic. The other thing is creating content. And that'll just prove that, you know, you're the expert that you say, well, I say I'm an expert. That'll just prove you are what you say you are on LinkedIn. So if you're claiming a level of expertise around a, a particular industry or product or service, then if you write about those things well, using, you know, short form updates, sure. But even better, the long-form publisher posts, if you can do that, then that adds legitimacy and credibility to your profile, which, of course, increases your authenticity as well. Um, and, you know, happy happenstance, happy coincidence is it can also give you a whole lot of visibility. So you might get put into Pulse, which is LinkedIn's newsreader, and now all of a sudden, you know, lots of people are seeing your article. And if you've got the right kind of content in your article, including contact information, you can even be driving leads towards, you know, a lead magnet, a landing page um, to, you know, people to schedule time with you. So there's a lot of opportunity with uh, the content, especially with publisher, to kind of drive that engagement. So it's a nice balance of, of authenticity attracting people to your profile, attracting people to your content, and then moving people into more of a traditional sales funnel. For me, being able to use LinkedIn as a business development platform to attract potential customers, there is a specific business model I can develop. Can you share with us some basics such as a sales funnel, call for action... So as I mentioned, you know, publisher is phenomenal in these long form posts and there's ways that you can tie this in with, you know, your, your typical funnels. So like on your, on your publisher piece, you would put your calls to action, which is literally telling people to take action, click here, watch this call me here, read that, right? And so using those calls to action, so many people write phenomenal content. I was just uh, talking to a prospect today and we were reading through his stuff and it was really high level. And then I like got to the bottom and there was nothing there. There was no call to action. There was no way of following up with this person. And so, you know, that is key, having those calls to action, having something, giving something to your prospect so they can take the next step. So that's, that's one thing that crosses over between, you know, more traditional email funnels and LinkedIn. Another thing is the, 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 the tripwire, right? Or the lead magnet or the tripwire. And that's a piece of content 
that's very accessible, um, i.e. free, but is still of extreme value. And so you'll see tripwires um, or lead magnets, white papers, checklists, videos, training programs, you know, pretend, could be a 15-minute call with you. I mean, you know, when you, when you think about LinkedIn, it goes beyond just the traditional email marketing, internet marketing <laughs> funnel type terminology. But you can put, you, like you can obviously add images to LinkedIn Publisher. So if you do have a landing page, a tripwire, a lead magnet that is working for you in your email funnel, well then go ahead and put that very same one in LinkedIn Publisher. You don't want the whole publisher piece. You don't want the whole article just to be at that one trip mark, uh, magnet. You want your content to naturally lead into it. But then people can click on that, get sent to your landing page, put in their email address, put in their phone number, and now you have an opportunity to engage with them in two places. And that's okay because sometimes people are on LinkedIn and maybe there's a better open rate with LinkedIn Messenger, but you can't automate. Well, you can, but it's, it's not a great practice <laughs> to automate your, all your engagement on LinkedIn. But on, you know, with your email funnel, of course, you've got these campaigns that you can run and these funnels that they can go through. If they like this, then they'll get that. If they buy this, then you put them over there. If they don't buy, then you go over here and you sell them or you show them this other trip magnet. So there's a path, an automated path that, of course, you can send people through with an email funnel not so much on LinkedIn, but it's good to have them in both places because maybe they will open up their email and they'll see the information they need. And if they don't, maybe they'll open your message on LinkedIn. So it's really good to kind of attract and attack in a good way your engagement from as many platforms as is relevant. I mean, I'm not on Snapchat. Well, I am, but I don't do any business on Snapchat because it's not relevant to my very business-to-business focused audience. Um, I'm a little bit on Facebook. I'm a little bit on Instagram, but that's more for my speaking training, right? The the impact of my the of the media that I create and the engagement that I um, develop is really B two B, and it's it's my website. It's my blog and it's LinkedIn. And that's really where I put my time and my effort. So just think about that for your own business. Now, if you're all over, you know, if you're all over Snapchat and doing awesome on Snapchat, then <laughs> you should keep doing that. Same thing with Facebook and Twitter, but just know where your audience is and you want to develop strategies where your audience is. Okay, so I'm working on my authenticity, sales funnel, and some other things you mentioned. What else is of importance, I mean, on a basic level? So the thing about LinkedIn, I mean, I personally think it's a good platform for everybody. <laughs> but I've been speaking as, you know, to you today as a marketer, as a salesperson, as a public speaker, as an author. Um, and I get, I get everyone is, you know, not all of those things. You might be a software engineer, um, you know, sitting in your basement right now designing code, right? You might be a, a teacher, who's just on there because some of your kids' parents are on there. You might be a psych 
psychologist or a psychotherapist or a doctor or a nurse. So you have to approach LinkedIn um, in the manner of, of the business that you're in, um, including compliance and stuff like that for, for legal and, <laughs> and, and um, for, for legal and financial and, and health things. But that aside, what I would say, um, the, what you need to do, what, what kind of crosses all, all of these different uh, industries, you need to make sure you look good on LinkedIn. And I don't mean a sexy picture. I mean, your, your profile needs to look good because even if you're a software engineer in your basement right now, um, you're probably going to want more jobs or you might eventually need to look for another job. So you need to make sure that you look good as, you know, a possible job seeker. You need to make, you need to look good because a company might need someone to, uh, a contractor to develop some software for them. And so you need to look good. Same thing with the teachers out there. I mean, uh, you know, when someone Googles your name, LinkedIn is the first, second, or third link that usually shows up. And so people are going to click on it and they're going to look at you. And so if you have barely any presence at all, or no presence at all, um, it really detracts from your credibility. And again, coming back to the trust thing. So if you're a teacher or a doctor or a psychotherapist, you still need to have that sense of trust and develop that sense of trust. So having a strong presence on LinkedIn, and then because it's just not that much effort, it, it really makes sense to just share an update or two a day. I mean, if you're on LinkedIn anyway, or if you're on the web anyway, reading content that's relevant to your industry, then just share it because that gives people, again, a sense of who you are. It also increases engagement and people looking at your profile more. Um, if you're my mother, you probably shouldn't be on LinkedIn, right? So <laughs> there are some people, they're retired, they're never going to be in business again, they're living on a yacht somewhere. Ah! you know what, you don't have to be on LinkedIn. But for, for most other people, whether you're a job seeker, uh, an employer, an employee, um, a, a, a contractor, you know, there is absolutely um, value in, in having that presence and establishing that brand. So much to do. Or am I experiencing lack of self-esteem? Maybe overreacting a little bit? So, you know, the thing is, I, I, <laughs> I understand that I come from a marketing background. And, you know, when I'm talking about personal branding, I get it. And you're listening to me right now and you're probably going, what are you talking about? Here's the thing. It's not that you have to know about the concept of personal branding. It's just that you have to take that step forward and put your best, best self out there on LinkedIn, right? And that is part, that is, that is what branding is about, is just putting your best self out there so that you're available to new business opportunities. And yes, it's scary. Um, it's scary, you know, it's scary to put your photo up there sometimes. There are privacy settings on LinkedIn. You can adjust them to, to your level of comfort. Just be aware of that. You know, there are some of you who are like, yeah, I totally understand why I should be writing. I don't write. You know what? 
just try it. Just do it. Just write a piece, send it to some friends and family and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? That's what my husband did with me. He, he's like, his first article, <laughs> how is it? Um, <laughs> so there's, there's opportunity with video. Oh, please, trust me. I know. I mean, there's so many people with this new native video that are like, I'm not getting on video. I don't know how to do video. I, I don't want to be on video. I'm uncomfortable on video. And it's just it's just practice. But here's the thing. If you take that big step and you take that leap and you get on LinkedIn and you, you really work towards creating that strong, powerful presence, then it's, it could open up a world of opportunity. I was, I was running a business center and I didn't love my job. And now I get to fly all over the world and speak about LinkedIn. I mean, I didn't have my master's in, in LinkedIn or social media or even marketing, <laughs> right? I established my area of expertise. So whatever industry you're in, think about it. Think about how you can use LinkedIn to take you to the next place. Maybe it's in a whole other direction. I often work with clients who are doing one thing and they hate it and they're ready to move on and try something else. So we just, we just, we, we establish that new brand for them on LinkedIn. So I, I promise you with a little bit of, of, of effort, with a little bit of time investment, you really can take it to the new, to the next level. And, you know, unlike me where there was like one book on LinkedIn, <laughs> when I started, it was Jason Alba's book. There are 40 or 50 or 60 or 120 of them now. Three of them are mine. Um, there's programs out there. There's eBooks out there. I have an eBook that will give you for free. You know, there's, there's um, all kinds of resources that you can use to help you in this, this journey on LinkedIn. Can you tell us more about eBook? So the ebook is the seven LinkedIn mistakes that are costing you business. And, uh, you know, I've literally worked with over 10,000 individuals, over 100,000 people in my trainings. <laughs> There's like seven things that keep coming up, seven things people do wrong all the time. And so I thought, you know what, rather than just over and over and over again going through those things, I'm going to write a book about it. So I wrote this little ebook. It's, it's small. It's easy to digest. You can read it in probably an hour, but it actually goes through not only what the seven mistakes are, but how to overcome them, what the solutions are. And so I want to make sure that you get that book because a lot of you are kind of starting out on LinkedIn and you need that, that assistance. And so we want to make sure that you get that, that ebook, uh, Seven Deadly Mistakes. So we'll make sure you get that link. Um, and then for those of you who've been on LinkedIn for a while, it's still worth reviewing because there might still be one or two things that you're doing wrong. And by fixing those one or two things, it could make the difference between making money and not making any money on LinkedIn. So um, we're, we're really excited to be able to offer that to you. Excellent. You are a very productive expert. What else do you offer? Mm, if I want to learn more beside the ebook? 
I also have a physical book that I wrote. It's called LinkedIn, 101 Ways to Rock Your Personal Brand. That's absolutely worth a purchase or a download. Um, you can get it on Amazon, Kindle. Uh, you can get a hard copy to read in the airplane you know, if you want to. Um, and that's really accessible. That's, that's low cost, very accessible. Again, very easy to read. And it will take you through literally everything you need to do to make your, your profile rock on LinkedIn. And um, it's ironic because one, one of my clients is actually a rock star. And so we used his, his profile um, throughout a lot, of the, a lot of the book. But it, it, it's an easy investment. It's not a huge time investment, but it truly can take you to the next level. And then, you know, for those of you who want more... Um, if you go to our website, vengresso.com, I actually have five other partners who all do LinkedIn as well, whether you're enterprise, solopreneur, uh, like I said, a teacher, a nurse, a psychotherapist, um, we have content there in the form of blog posts, podcasts. There's just a ton of free content there that you can look at, absorb, and, and educate yourself in. Our YouTube channel is full of training videos. And then finally, for those of you who are interested, we do a, a LinkedIn boot camp um, about four times a year. And the nice thing about that is it is with, it's with the five of us. It's live. Um, it's, uh, it's at noon Eastern, which I think is six, uh, you know, six to eight in Europe. So still okay time zone wise, um, but we actually take you step by step through everything you need to do to create a great profile, to create content, to use content marketing and engagement, to find the right leads that you need to um, build your business, the templates and the right ways of communicating with those leads so that you actually can turn LinkedIn into a real lead generation machine. So that is available um, as well. But of course, there's, a, there's an investment in that one. <laughs> So, Viveka, it was a real pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, understanding and application with us. I learned a lot from you today. Looking forward to our next interview. This has been such fun. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I, hope, I hope that those of you watching and listening picked up something. And um, yeah, I hope you'll have me back again sometime. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Spread the word by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.